0: China.
1: China. Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, hey, hey,
0: it's Ariana
1: Grande. Just Ch- 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 the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hello, beautiful human. <laughs> we have Dan here, and we welcome to the studio... Tate McRae. Hey. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me. By the way, you can do whatever, like, do you want to move the pillows? You could do whatever you want.
2: Perfect.
1: Okay. You have- I'll move the cat. You have (laughs) complete total flexibility.
2: (laughs) Thank you. So you're from
1: Calgary, Canada. Yes. I love Canadians with every fiber of my being. (laughs) Thank you. They're great people. Thanks. Justin Trudeau is pretty cool. Yep. Mounties are dope. Yes. Mounties? Yeah, they're the cops. Cops? Right. Well, we just call them cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're called mountain,
2: aren't they? Uh, sometimes.
1: I, I don't call them that. <laughs> yeah, because like you're cool and you're from there. Oh yeah. <laughs> so do you live in California? A? <laughs> no, I just come here a lot. Yeah, how often are you going back and forth?
2: Ah, uh, like every like two to three weeks or something. You- we're out here, so it's like majority of the time we're in LA rather than Calgary.
1: How does your personal life change when you're traveling between two different places so many, so often?
2: Uh, Well, school was a hassle. (laughs) Still go to public school. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's kind of tough. But, I mean, as long as you, like, have your, like, good friends, your personal life, like, can stay, like, okay. Totally. When you're you're traveling so much. It's just, like, the people that you don't know very well that it gets, like, weird with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and then it gets weirder with those people that you don't know very well the bigger you get. Yes. Because you don't know why somebody's hanging around.
2: Exactly. Exactly. But you
1: also run the risk of your friends looking at you differently. Yes. Treating you differently. Yes. And then in turn changing your whole universe.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird, especially in high school. There's a lot of, like, different personalities. Uh. And it's, like, a lot to deal with because I'm, like, coming to L.A. and, like, I have a... Like, trying to build my career, and then I go back to social class, and it's, like, (laughs) super weird. (laughs) It's just, like, a weird balance right now. Like, at 16, it's just—it's been an awkward transition.
1: (laughs) Do you feel like music makes life at 16 easier or harder?
2: Easier, for sure. Why? I mean, music helps me cope with, like, everything. Like, writing, for me— I'm, like, so bad at talking about myself. Like, I can't, like, put my emotions into words, like, ever, except for, like, writing a song. So, like, music, like, writing for me is, like, my only way to, like, actually, like, tell people, like, what I'm actually feeling. And then listening to music is also just, like, getting other perspectives from other artists and stuff.
1: How many songs do you write in a week?
2: Well, so I have a YouTube channel, and I have to write, like, I release, like, an original song every single week. And then I come to L.A. and I'll write with, like, writers. So people haven't heard, like, so many of my songs because I've just been, like, writing the past, like, year and a half. But so many. Like, so many.
1: What is the balance? Because, by the way, I love your YouTube channel. Thank you. And the way you write songs, I wanted to find my phone because I had a whole bunch of song titles of yours that I was listening to that I was obsessed with. Okay. And you truly, I feel like you only have serious conversations through song.
2: Yes. Oh, it's it's so hard because I'm such a, like, a, like, I don't, I just can't be serious with myself, and I have such a hard time, like, being, like, telling people, like, actual serious things about my life. Like, I'm always, like, talking about random things, but then it's, like, in my music is, like, the way I get, like, my deep side of me out to my emotional side.
1: So, when it's time for you to write a song, like, okay, um, hold on. <laughs> When you're talking to your parents, the song is called Dear Parents. You Mm -hmm. release it on your YouTube. Mm -hmm. Do you... Like, what... Take me to the moments leading up to you feeling like you need to even write that song.
2: Well... (laughs) So, I think of... Like, I don't write them, like, with a specific, like, like titles. Like, I don't title my songs. That's why they're so random. Like, Dear Parents. Like, I think of that when I'm creating, like, the thumbnail. Like, for my (laughs) YouTube videos. (laughs) So, I don't really ever know. Um... But that was, like, I had, like, written a lot of love songs. So I was just, like, I want to try and figure this out. And also, like, sometimes when you're, like, trying to explain things to your parents, they're just so oblivious. Mm-hmm. And they just don't know how to, like, wrap it around their heads. And you're, like, but you've lived through everything. Everything that I'm doing right now, you've already lived through this. Why don't you understand what I'm trying to tell you? <laughs> but, so, I mean, that was kind of just, like, talking to them without, like, going crazy in my words
1: what kind of message what, what type of message were you trying to send to them
2: well okay so my parents are super chill like they're like super cool and like awesome
1: your mom is dope like she's she's so dope she, she know something like she's out there in the lobby hanging out and i was like <laughs> you can come in and she's like no you know i think you know it's better for mom like moms to be out here <laughs> some moms would be like you like on you like glue you know yeah what i know
2: no she's great she's, she's chill. super chill so is my dad they're awesome But, I mean, I just know this from, like, obviously through my friends and, like, there's a lot of situations people deal with where it's, like, their parents just, like, can't grasp anything and just, like, have no idea what they're trying to tell them. So, it was, like, I need to, like, figure how I'm supposed to put this into words because I'm, like, I think a lot of people need to hear this. No one's ever written from this kind of perspective before.
1: So, is it the overall concept that you feel misunderstood by your parents as opposed to you trying to get through their heads one message or... Yeah, a couple focus messages. Well,
2: this actually like this song got sparked. I was said to my mom. I was like, I was in a really bad mood one day, and I said to her, "She was like, you just need to fall in love, and then you're gonna be like, then you're, you're you need to get things over with, and then you'll be able to understand everything." And I was like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, I do not think that love is gonna solve any of my problems <laughs> right now. I was like, that's such an odd comment, and it just got made me so mad because I was like, I don't think you understand any of my perspective right now. Like, you don't know who I'm talking to who I like, what I'm dealing with in my high school, like weird things that I was like, I think people just like, there's a whole misunderstanding right now. And that was like a while ago, but we've like gotten a lot closer since then.
1: But your mom could be seeing it from like, you know, love brings experience and (laughs) heartbreak. And you learn from that type.
2: Exactly. But I also don't think of it as like getting it over with. I think that's such a weird way to yeah. say things. You
1: know, just experiences just, that just so you it know. Over
2: with. I'm like, that's so strange. <laughs> I could never do that with a relationship.
0: Have you experienced love or heartbreak yet? I mean, you are so young.
2: Um, kind of. Okay. Not. I mean, little. Like, not crazy.
0: So how do you write a ton of love songs if you've never been <laughs> through that?
2: <laughs> well, I think in my experience, like, you take little emotions that you have, and you can like expand them into something like crazier. So I'll, like, picture myself in a whole nother situation from, like, a little bit of heartbreak I felt. And just, like, make it so much bigger. So I'll just, like, put myself in someone else's position. Like, even in a room full of writers, I'll, like, talk to them about their experiences and, like, what kind of relationships they've been in and things like that. And then I'll be like, all right, well, if I was in that situation, and if I was the other person, like, how would I feel? And then, kind of right from there.
1: (laughs) What is your writing style? Because you... Send very real, raw, honest messages. You tell real stories, but they're done very simply. Yeah. You know, it's not overly complicated. And if you listen, you can really understand.
2: Yeah. Um, I guess, like, sometimes when I'm in, like, studios, I'll just, like, freestyle on the mic. And usually it's my subconscious that, like, comes out. So it's, like, whatever first comes to my head. And I'll just, like, start making words. And if there's, like, a cool concept, then I'll just, like, start building off of that. And usually I just take, like, a piano or an instrument and just, like, use a loop and then just start improvising.
1: When you experience something or, like, you have that conversation with your mom, how soon after that conversation do you go and write a song?
2: Well, it's kind of—so, like, my songs are kind of like my diary. Like, it's, like, weird because my diary's all over the internet, pretty much, <laughs> which is, like, super strange to think about. But, like, it's usually, like, right after a topic—like, right after something happens, I'll just, like, go to my room and— Get
1: at it. But it's, it, it, you're sharing your diary in your way. It's, yeah. It's not like you just vlogging your life <laughs> or something. There's exactly. there's pieces of art that are attached to it. For sure. Not saying that vlogging isn't an art. Okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, it's just a different art yes. than making real life music.
2: Exactly.
1: So you have an actual EP coming very soon. Yes. Before we get to that, you were a dancer.
2: Yes. And you actually grew up in the Middle East? Uh, yeah, when I was like super young. Like, I spent, like, three years there.
1: Like, remem- Like, were you able to remember it?
2: No. Like, I remember, like, really, really small things. But, like, that's it. I was, like, two. Why were you there? Uh, My dad's work. Cool. So we were there. And then as soon as I got back to Canada, that's when I started, like, dancing.
1: Sang Show. Hey, real quick. I, I got to talk to you about school. If you're planning on going back to school, you should really ask yourself the following questions. Do you need flexibility to go to school on your schedule? Do you have transfer credits? that you want to carry over with you to your new degree program or do you want a quality degree from a world-renowned university if you answer yes any of those questions ASU really could be for you seriously Arizona State University is a legitimate university you know it offers 200 highly ranked degree programs 100% online you could get the same exact degree that you would on campus from anywhere in the world totally on your schedule and if you're interested in more information Text Zach to 35517. Find out why the Wall Street Journal says that ASU is fifth in the nation for producing the most qualified graduates. Eighty-five percent of their graduates actually get jobs within 90 days of graduation. So if you want to learn to grow, learn to succeed, learn to thrive, ASU really could be for you. Text Zach, Z-A-C-H, to 35517. That is Zach to 35517. Sorry. Zach Sangcho. Why did you start dancing?
2: My mom was a dancer all her life. So then I just started getting into dance classes. And at first I, like, hated it. Like, I, like, despised following direction and having to do what the teacher was telling me. Like, it was the worst thing ever. And then it was, like, not till like, I was, like, eight till I just, like, one day said to my mom, I want to do this for real. Like, seriously. I want to start competing. I want to start taking it seriously. And um, then it was, like, since then I trained, like, 30 hours a week. And... Constantly competing. And, what
1: changed though? Like what happened in your life that made you take it seriously?
2: I mean the in- internet was a huge like influencer of that. Like I would see all these dancers online and I'd watch videos and I'd be like, you know, I had I was I've always I've always had big dreams, but it was like I was very specific on setting goals and like once I have my eye on something, it's like I'm going to go after it and work my butt off until I can get there.
1: How do you what is the transition like be- between Utilizing dance as a form of expression to writing records—it's
2: weird. Um, They're totally different feelings, but they coincide. Obviously, I think the coolest part, like now, is like getting to write my own music and then put movement to it. Like that's the craziest thing—like be able to create videos and bring my like lyrics to life, which is super cool. Because like I've always been able to do that through my body, but never like through music or like one or the other. So that's like what I'm trying to do now—is bring them together. But, I mean, dancing is, like, is like an undeniable feeling. Like, it's super, it's crazy. You can be, like, on stage and just, like, not really know what's happening ever. And you're just, like, lost in it.
1: Because you know. It's, like, muscle memory combined with, like, you just feeling it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you train so much. Like, you're rehearsing for hours and hours and hours. And then you get on stage and it's, like, you just got to, like, wipe everything away.
1: How do you get from dancing to writing? Like, w- why did you <laughs> think that writing a song was the best way to express yourself?
2: Um. Well, I've been, like, writing my whole life, kind of. I just, like, all my songs that I ever wrote never made sense until, like, I had started my YouTube channel. Um, well, I, like, on so I was on So I Think You Can Dance when I was 12. Yeah. And then I, like, did something on the show where they were like, you need to do, like, a, a talent. And I was like like what do i do so i like wrote a random song and it was like the first song i ever wrote that actually like kind of made sense Ah. and then like six months later i started this youtube channel and um then i posted a song and then it kind of went viral and i've been just writing since then a
1: lot what happens in your life within those six months that makes (laughs) you like take this on in a serious way and replace dance by the way
2: well, I still dance, like, equally as much.
1: So you're doing 30 hours of dance a week?
2: Well, I do, like, I do like, 20 hours of dance a week.
1: So you cut it by 10. That's good oh. shit. <laughs> <Yeah. have. laughs>
2: well, with school, traveling, dancing, and I na- mean... The and train- now you're
1: going to do music yeah. back then.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, it's always been, like, a passion of mine. And every... I think when I was, like, growing up, it was, like... I would do a whole bunch of things like i would do like go a whole bunch of different routes in the dance world or the performing arts industry and it was like i don't like this i don't like this i don't like this Mm -hmm. and it was like narrowing in and it was like i just found myself like always going back to music and always going back to writing songs and creating and just like having a vision and so i think after i just like started to post it out online i was like oh this is actually something really interesting
1: so it's really cool because your songs are so honest, and they're f- freaking great. <laughs> Thank you. I, like, totally don't—it doesn't feel like they're written by a 16-year-old. Thank you.
0: Well, yeah, I wanted to ask, so you're, a lot of the songs you post are written completely by you, right? hmm So why are you now in these writing rooms with other people if you can write these incredible songs by yourself?
2: Uh, Well, I mean, I think that writing is, like, always, like, an—always— evolving like i feel like you can always like take your writing to the next level i'm never gonna feel satisfied with any of my songs like i always look back and i'm like okay i've improved so much since then because i've learned from this person this person this person i feel like no matter if you like don't like your writing style or not you can always take something away from a writing session and then also like producers like i don't have the capability to produce something and to make it like a big song like a real song so that's been, like, something that I've been, like, trying to figure out now is, like, how you get into a room with a producer and keep your own intentions and your own lyrics, but, like, have them build it up.
1: But the only way to figure that out is by doing. And yes. by, like, coming out of your comfort zone and... Yes. Sharing your, your stories and your skills with other people. For sure. For sure. This EP, All the Things I've Never Said. Yes. It's coming out January 24th. Uh-huh. How many songs on it? Five all with the same producer, same writing team who worked on it.
2: Different producers, different writers.
1: So this was really you figuring it out, mm-hmm. trying to build a consistent base of people to have around.
2: Yeah. No, it was like the past like years definitely been very experimental, figuring out like which guys I like to write with oh. and which I don't and who I like work well with. Cuz so, it's a
1: vulnerable process. It
2: is. And you literally walk into a writing session and you go in there and you just tell your whole life story. Like <laughs> and you don't even know these people. It's so weird. It's so weird, but you also get very close to them very fast.
1: When it's right.
2: When it's right. Otherwise, you just feel like you said way too much.
1: <laughs> Are there any songs that were on your YouTube first that will make it onto this EP, or is it a whole different set of A records? whole different set. Wow.
2: Yeah, totally different. I, but I do post a lot of my songs beforehand on my YouTube, like a week before, and then I'll post them.
1: Would you ever take a song from your YouTube, like Dear Parents or Player? Uh... And expand on that, I love Player. Great Thank song too.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I mean, probably not because I feel like those videos are like those videos.
1: Like if they get but changed. It's just, it's just you singing to a camera like, well, are you like, on an yeah. iPhone or like a DSLR or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're literally just recorded on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but we cannot, we cannot touch it. It's it's. Well, people, it's get, people get weird about that stuff. I get it. People
2: are like, oh my God, that note was different. The whole song is wrecked. Uh, and they get very weird about it. Like I've released a few of them, and like people are like, "Oh my gosh, it's different." What? Like it just like changes it.
1: Do you work those songs into a set list for um, a live show?
2: Yes. Well, some of my new songs for sure.
1: But not like player. Will player be played?
2: Uh, not player. Do your I parents? Ex best friend. Okay. One day, which is like the first song I ever put out. Cool. And then one more, and then the rest of my EP so
0: is one day the song that went viral originally yes okay so why did you decide to then take that one and make it a studio version
2: so that one i literally released like two weeks after i put it out on youtube because uh-huh. it was like i didn't even know how anything worked at that point it was like <laughs> oh, okay you want a live you want to record a recorded version okay so we like go into the recording studio release it like a week later like it was so random like we just like put it out there and it was just So, I don't even know. It was just released like it was all an accident, the entire thing.
0: And now that's, that means, how many videos does that original one have? How many views does that have? Do you know?
2: I think like around 30 million views.
0: And you just recorded that in your bedroom, Uh just threw it up on YouTube.
2: And then like 50 million streams on Spotify. It's like, and it was so weird because it was just like, like me and my mom being like, we should record this. And then we like (laughs) go to a random (laughs) studio and like put it together. Do you have siblings? I have a brother.
1: How old is he? He's eighteen. What does he think?
2: Um, he's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Does he think you're cool? <laughs>
2: uh, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> he has his own life. He's a hockey player.
1: Ah, so we're
2: we're very competitive
1: in Calgary. So you're competing on two different sets of ice, my friend.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we have def- definitely very different lives, but um, still still competitive.
1: <laughs> and your mom is obviously riding with you.
2: hmm She's my dance teacher.
1: Okay. So, are you you're still dancing?
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. All the time when I go back. Really? Yeah, it's a lot.
1: <laughs> Do you dance for the live show?
2: No, this is just singing. I mean, hopefully, I can bring it into a live show eventually. But like, all my videos right now have dancing in them, but not my live show yet.
1: What's your greatest strength? Is it writing records? Is it dancing? Is it your
2: vocals? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've never really been like super confident with like my vocals and stuff, like. I (laughs) don't—my writing is basically—I wouldn't rate it or anything. I would just say it's my outlet. Like, I never really thought about it as it being, like, a strength. It's just been, like, always my outlet for everything. And then my dancing, I've just been working on since I was, like, super young, so.
1: Which area do you see that you have the most opportunity for growth? Right, because, like, you've been dancing forever. Uh Uh-huh. But you said, like, the more sessions you get into, you learn from people, right? Yes. Writing songs is really, like, a muscle.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, obviously (laughs) the possibilities are endless. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, you know?
2: No, I mean, for my writing, I definitely think that that's going to grow. And, like, figuring out, like, what sounds you like and what music you're vibing for. Like, I think it changes, like, all the time. I mean, dancing, I feel like you just got to keep your technique up. And then it's, like, you're good and you like gotta be strong it's like an athlete like you just gotta go to the gym like you just gotta be strong but singing i feel like you can like evolve so much
1: can you, and, can yeah. you tap dance
2: uh <laughs> no uh, <laughs> i used to when i was super young i tap dance. Wow.
1: Uh, you but. know who could tap dance i, can. <laughs> I <think laughs> Seriously? can call me when you can tap dance okay, okay? i will can you please describe what visco is to us oh what is it
2: oh visco is like just an online
1: app but it's like photos it's like instagram
2: yeah, it's just like it's like Instagram but like you can't comment or like anything or oh. see who follows you
1: So we like that we like this anonymous yeah stuff yeah it's chill is that why do you post it? do you post a visco still
2: uh, like sometimes
1: would you still consider yourself a visco girl
2: Oh I think I'm the farthest from a visco girl <laughs> 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 I don't even know why that got around because I've never I don't think of everyone is scrunchy. Never like they're like. <laughs> Is that I've, what
0: Visco girls do? They wear scrunchies. They wear
2: scrunchies, oversized T-shirts. Okay. Um, like they have like hydro flasks. I lose my water balls every day. How could I own one? <laughs> um, and they just like are super
1: artsy and stuff.
2: I just like can't take a photo for the life of me. So <laughs> I don't think I'm the definition of that.
1: <laughs> if Visco was a song,
2: yeah. Okay. The reason why I wrote that was partially for clickbait. <laughs> it was a huge app at the time, <laughs> so I was like, "This is kind of smart."
1: Totally. Um, that play the system
2: exactly, and it's also a very like emotional app. Like people will republish like really sad quotes, yeah. and like you can get like a lot of inspiration from there.
1: So you were feeling other people's sadness to create yes, records,
2: exactly. So I was like getting, I was like seeing my friends republish all this really sad stuff. I was like, "This is perfect."
1: So <laughs> I'm just, just gonna <laughs> soak this in for hours, exactly.
2: So I just created a song (laughs) Interesting Yes
1: Do you feel like you're at your best When you're soaking in somebody else's story And being like super empathetic Or when you're expressing yourself
2: Mm, Depends What's easier Uh, Someone else's story for sure Why Probably because you have a different perspective on it Like I feel like when you're talking about yourself You can be so caught up in like your emotions of it That it's like you don't know what to say You like don't know what you feel At all.
1: But part of processing it is writing it out.
2: Yeah, exactly. But sometimes it's easier to write it, like, a year later after something happened. Because then it's, like, you actually have a clear vision of, like, how you felt in the situation. But sometimes in the moment it's, like, well, I have no idea how I feel about that person or how I feel about myself or about the entire situation. It's, like, kind of, like, overwhelming in some way. But writing about other people, it's, like, oh, I know what this looks like on the outside. And you can, like, pick it apart easy.
1: What gives you the best songs, in your opinion?
2: Mm. I mean, for me, obviously, songs about myself click, like, hit the hardest. So, like, listen to it back, and I'm like, damn, that hit. (laughs) You know? It's your life in a song. And it's, like, really, really personal. So that, like, for me is the closest. And I feel like whatever I connect with, like, my people who listen to my music would connect with.
1: Is there any song that you listen to purposefully to remind yourself of things? Um. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: mean, sometimes you just listen to your songs if you feel if like really sad and you're thinking about a specific person, and you've written songs about this specific person. You can like listen to it, and make yourself more sad. <laughs>
1: so, you're
0: speaking from experience.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: would Would yes. stupid be one of those songs?
2: Yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, kind of. Not really. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that song's kind of like kind of hits. Um, but yeah I mean it was written about someone okay obviously. that's what we were gonna <laughs> <Obviously. Yeah>. do <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was it written
0: about you or was that from somebody else's perspective
2: no it was it was written about someone from okay, me. yeah
0: and you must have you must have really liked this guy
2: <laughs> well kinda and that's where the <laughs> thing is like it gets taken like way out of perspective cause it's like small situation that like gets made so big into a huge issue it's like over dramatized to the max
0: but that's for the song yes Sometimes you need to do that. Exactly. exactly. But,
1: but is it is toxic to get there and to build it into this over dramatic thing? Because then a cer- at a certain point you start believing it.
2: Oh, for sure. That's the thing. Like, sometimes I can, like, think things are way bigger than they actually are because I've written a song about it and made it such a big deal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, you And then I'm like, why am I so attached to this person? Oh, because I've written songs about them.
1: You believe your own hype.
2: Exactly. That's what happens. <laughs> and it's so weird.
0: So I does this it. guy that's stupid was written about, does he know? No. Oh, but
2: no! I would not tell him.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't tell anyone who my songs were about. Well, so obviously you have an EP coming. Uh, all the things that you haven't said, right? Yeah. Uh, th- these songs, nobody knows no. any of the topics mm. that you're covering. Mm. Are they all songs written from your perspective about you?
2: Um. Yes, they all are.
1: So, I I mean, like, a blessing and a curse will be your release day because everybody close to you, they're going to listen to these songs and try to figure out what you're saying.
2: Exactly. Like, I released one song called All My Friends Are Fake. (laughs) That was tough. (laughs) Just just, just because my friends were like, are you serious? I was like, well, no, it's not about you, I promise. Who's it about? Well, (laughs) I will never say. That would be so bad.
1: Is it about your new Hollywood friends that you were talking about earlier?
2: No. No.
1: It's got to be about someone. Your new fancy friends.
2: They're about about old friends.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Oh.
2: Mm. That I was, like, super close with for a long time. And then just, like...
1: What (laughs) what change in your life that maybe caused a separation?
2: Uh, I mean, I hate drama. Like, I try to avoid it at all costs. Like, it's like, I hate it. So I'm, like, if something, like, is causing drama in my life i'm just gonna like stand an arm distance away from them and just like keep my distance um so i mean they just started getting weird i like it was it was like they were they were talking like sh- behind my back and like it was just like weird high school stuff that was like unnecessary
1: after you started blowing up on youtube
2: yeah like it was it was like after i started to find success in like dancing and singing it was like they just got weird and I was like, why are you changing? Like, this is super weird. I don't want this to happen. And then just like, I don't know, I just distanced. We just got like really far apart.
1: Well, that stuff is for the best a yeah. lot of the times.
2: Oh, for sure. And I'm like, everything happens for a reason. So. think it was jealousy? Maybe. I mean, I don't know what their like intentions were. But um, all I know is that I didn't need to be in that situation mm-hmm. anymore. And I was like, I can like remove myself and not go crazy over you guys. Then I, you
0: can write a song about it.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. No, that was good. But, it
1: was, but, like, it's these changes in life that usually, like, weed out the good from the bad.
2: For sure. And, like, writing songs, like, makes me, like, also see things and be like, oh, now I know what I need to do. It, like, gives you, like, a much clearer perspective on things.
1: So do you know the right person to keep around you? Because mm-hmm. you are the company you keep.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, like, I'm very good at, like, telling who's real and who's not. Like, I just have very good, like, intuition. So, obviously, I can, like, sense if people are, if I'm, like, have them around me all the time or not. But it also takes me a long time to, like, open up to people. So, but once I do, I'm, you're going to be, like, really close to me for a long time.
1: Unless you change in the middle of things.
2: Exactly. Unless you go crazy on me.
1: We don't want you. <laughs> then, no. But by the way, like, it's dealing with those types of people that ends up building up your intuition.
2: Yes, for sure.
1: You know, it has yeah. to build somewhere. Exactly all the things I've never said. Mm -hmm. You excited for this EP?
0: Yeah, because I got to be honest, a lot of times people come in here and I tell them I like their stuff and you know, it's whatever. But like yours is really good. Thank you. Like the songs are good. Your voice is good. I really do. I really do enjoy it. Thank you. Yeah. So is this EP all the things you're now saying because you've never said it? Is that the whole point? (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) That's like, so I have this wall in my room and I like write everything on it. So I like, my parents have let me like take a Sharpie and like, write anything. on. I mean, it's so cheesy now because I started when I was 13. So I'm like, oh, God, why did I put that on my wall? <laughs> now anyone who walks in my room has to read that. <laughs> um, but that's, like, what it was kind of inspired. Like, that was the first thing I ever wrote on the wall. It was, like, all the things I never said. And just, like, oh, wow. that's how I think of my writing. It's just, like, things I can't put into words.
1: And that's what the CP is. Mm-hmm. But do you want the people who these songs are intended to to reach those people?
2: Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. I feel like I just want other people to relate to it. I want people to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going through the exact same situation. And that's how I feel like lyrics and songs should be like. That people can listen to it and be like, oh my God, that's my life. You know? That's my favorite when people can do that.
1: It's the emotion around the event that people can relate to, not the catalyst for it.
2: Exactly. I get it. Yeah.
1: Real talk, I think you're going to be a superstar. (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> really? Thank you. I mean, you're wearing a Canadian tuxedo, so you're off to a star. <laughs> and <Thanks>. she's Canadian.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: But beyond that, like, your stories are great. Thank you. Your vibe is the right amount of chill. Thank you. You are proper. You are cool as f- <laughs> Thank you so much. That means a lot. Yeah, I- like, real talk, I think she's going to be a superstar.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about the Billie Eilish comparisons?
2: Um, I mean, I love her. She's amazing. Uh, I do think we're very different, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think our sounds oh, yeah. are very different, and our lyrics are super different.
1: The only reason people are saying that is because you're young, and you covered her songs.
2: Oh, yeah. I have in the past. And, like, think people, like, sometimes say we, like, look alike. Which is strange, cause I don't have green hair,
1: but... <laughs> Your eyes are blue, <laughs> but she's also more pale.
2: Yeah, I think, I don't, I don't see it. I think it's, like, it's strange, but...
1: It's, it's called bull squash. Everybody does this. <laughs> you know, when Justin Bieber first came out, and yeah... I'm old enough to mm-hmm. be like, when Justin Bieber first came out, every other male after him to create any sort of music was like, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, exactly, Justin Bieber type. Yes. And Billie Eilish is going to attract the exact same stuff because you're young. Mm-hmm. You have a very organic growth about your career. Yeah. And uh, and by organic, I mean digitally, you know, you guys have played the, the game. Yeah. You've spread your art through the internet.
2: Uh-huh. So, I mean, yeah, that's, I feel like that's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. The comparisons, just because she's also like so successful right now and doing so good, so I mean, obviously she's gonna like any new artist. I feel like is gonna have somewhat of like a comparison to her.
1: Any young female is gonna be in the glow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, does that make sense to you?
0: Yeah. No. I think I think it's a good thing because there's a lot of young people, not just females, that want to be musicians, but they would never get that comparison because it sounds very like generic pop, and you're doing something different. Yeah. I think it's, like, a good a good comparison.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But are you going to keep this acoustic vibe to all of the records you put out there? I mean, for sure,
2: I have definitely just, like, get a vibe from songs. I need it to be, like, a specific amount of chill in order for me to actually connect with it. Like, if there's so much going on, I feel like it takes away from, like, the lyrics of the song. But I'm, like, if it's needed, like, depends on, like, what the lyrics are, what the song is like. Um, but for now, for sure. Yeah.
1: EP coming. Yep. All the things I've never said. <laughs> yeah. Are all these songs somewhere on your wall in your bedroom?
2: Somewhat. Like, little parts of it, yes. For sure. That's cool. Yeah. It's, like, weird to look at my wall and be like, oh, my God, I wrote that one about that person and that person <laughs> and that person. So, it's weird.
1: Is this whole thing weird?
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It's super, it's a super, it's totally different world. It's just, like, trying to figure out, like, where my lane is and everything.
1: Yeah, because like it's, there's numerous lanes that people have to figure out in life. Yes. Personal, professional, all that kind of stuff. And yes.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been very, very cool though. And I'm learning so much. And like just getting to do everything I love has just been so amazing and really, really fun. Really fun. So I'm
0: going to say, and your tour is,
1: is it sold out?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Incredible. I'm excited. It'll be really cool.
1: (laughs) Any of it stressful?
2: Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, I like, I like try to, I get on all the calls. I do, a, I'm involved in a lot of the treatments of videos and like, I want everything to be like very specific to like what I'm thinking. So it's not like random and just thrown out there. So obviously it's like a lot of stress, especially with like balancing my personal life on top of that. Uh, but I, I enjoy it. I feel like I work best <laughs> under stress. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I get it. Yeah.
1: But you do have a lot of lanes to figure out. Professional, personal. Mm-hmm. It's a wild time to be Tate McRae. The name of a superstar, <laughs> by the way. Well, yeah, what I also- an effing name. <laughs> Thank you. Is that a real name? Yep. <laughs> it's my name. You were given that at birth? Yes. 16 years ago?
0: Yes. <laughs> wow lucky you
1: thanks Uh, i I
0: did want to ask about this stupid music video are you calling your music video stupid? yeah what (laughs) oh no but it did come across like that (laughs) um can you explain like the paint coming out of the hair
2: oh yeah that's vfx so it's like just like it was done visually
0: after and then how does that tie in with the song
2: uh (laughs) well um originally like the original treatment was supposed to be like Tying along with, like, the EP, like, all the things I never said. It was supposed to be, like, words coming out of my head. And it was supposed to be, like, I don't know, just, like, me just, like, lying there singing and it just, like, shooting out of my brain. (laughs) But it it turned into goo, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's what happened.
1: Well, it works. It looks cool.
2: (laughs) Thank you.
0: Did a
1: good job. Dan approved. Oh, Thank Stop you. saying that. It's very rare Tate yeah. McRae, to get a Dan approval on anything. Awesome. Oh, you, I, you did voiceover acting for Nickelodeon. Yes. Are you still that ragdoll?
2: No. <laughs> I was when I was seven.
1: Oh, that's so long ago.
2: I know. It's <laughs> a really long time ago. Yeah, whatever. Yeah.
1: La La Loopsie.
2: Yeah. I did a lot of voiceovers when I was very young. I a very high-pitched, like, animated voice. This
1: was perfect. But you have like a very unique speaking voice. You have like a little <laughs> lisp that like is not overbearing but the right amount.
2: My Invisalign?
1: I was gonna say she's wearing Invisalign. <laughs> you ass. Stop it, don't curse. She's sixteen. She said sh- <laughs> she did say the S H word. My bad. That was a lot for me to handle. Was it? I didn't know I, I didn't know you had your your Invisalign. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Dan yeah. talks to me with his Invisalign in too Yeah I take them Invisalign?
0: out Yeah I have them But I take them out now for this So I don't have a lisp
2: Oh okay yeah That's I didn't take my out <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> Yeah
0: I
1: was like wow There's so much character in her speaking <laughs> Like there's
2: no. something really
1: special and unique there
2: <laughs> ah, which, It's the plastic in my mouth right
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do like how you say dance though Dance? Dance yeah. That's dance. Canadian yeah. yeah Is it? Yeah Ah A boot oh. <laughs>
2: about? Toronto. Toronto.
0: Oh, wow. This is probably just like a dumb question, but yeah, <laughs> great. speaking of Canada and stuff, like, what yeah. was it like when you did that little Justin, Be- not little, it was probably big, the Justin Bieber thing? Um, What Justin
1: Bieber thing?
2: Well, When I was 12. I like- <laughs> yeah, we're,
0: go- we're going way back here. <laughs> four years. We're going way back. Oh, wait. Jeez, you're so young. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Only four years. When I
2: was 12, I danced uh, with Justin Bieber at his concert.
1: Oh, he would have the kids come to different stops. Yes.
2: So I was like, that was like my first ever concert i'd ever been to so i was like in the pit and i was like it's pretty great i love concerts like <laughs> you're on stage you meet justin every like, concert
1: you go to justin Bieber will be there. that
2: was perfect <laughs> <laughs> it was so great it was like really stressful though because at the time when i was on stage the first episode of so you think you can dance was airing oh, and like wow. i was like stressed because i'm like you never. it's like your first time like on tv it's like weird you're like what if they make me look terrible well, then just, we had to watch it after, but it was just, like, so stressful that whole night.
0: Man, so you're on TV for the first time while actually on stage with Justin Bieber. <laughs> yes.
1: Pretty yeah. big night, huh?
2: It was big night, yep. What tour cool. stop
1: did you dance at?
2: Calgary. Ah, oh,
1: hometown. <laughs> hometown show. Hometown. Oh, that was the Purpose tour. Yes. I went to that show. So did <laughs> I. I. I was not eight years old or 12 or <laughs> whatever you were.
0: <laughs> yeah. That Purpose album is phenomenal. So
1: Another Dan-approved really uh, body of work. You're up there with Justin Bieber on the Dan-approved oh, wow. list.
0: Um, but I want to ask: Have you uh, gotten a ch- what? Go. Have you gotten a chance to talk to him? And after that, or is that just a one-time thing? Because now you're you're a musician now.
2: Uh, one-time thing. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him since then.
0: All right. Well,
1: D- yeah. Dan believes Justin Bieber has a an accurate account of all the musicians in the world. That's and not he true. He chooses to reach out to all of them <laughs> hey, on a yearly basis. I don't basis. know. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. <laughs>
0: Maybe. Yeah.
1: Actually, let me correct that. He has a. a, a good feel on all the canadian musicians mm-hmm. in the country mm-hmm. and he sends yearly notes to hey them.
0: Mm. you're mocking my question but i stand <laughs> by it
2: that'd be pretty cool
0: yeah i saw a yeah. Haley- <laughs> it hasn't happened though. that's happened <laughs> but maybe next time you come in here you're gonna be like hey so last time we were talking about this and now
1: that'd be say we're friends i'll let you know thank you a lot of things <laughs> do get manifested from this couch okay and i am kind of convinced that justin bieber has a he has his fingers on the pulse of the videos that we up upload
2: That'd be great. Yes. That'd be so great.
0: <laughs> we'll put him in. We'll put him in the title for clickbait.
2: Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect.
1: <laughs> Tate McRae, please listen to her EP, "Sisters Cool," uh, all the things I've never said. I-, I hope this is the first of many visits. I hope so too. Yeah. So uh, keep keep making music. Thank you. Because <laughs> I know Dan and I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Actually, correction. I ain't going anywhere. Tate McCray, everybody. Is yeah. <laughs> a threat? No. <laughs> you might leave me, bro. Okay. You're
0: awesome. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast
2: Network.